Have you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast? What position are you playing, Sarah? I'm playing in Katie McCabe's position, so tell her to watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with tonight's action. Manchester United have a chance to make it 10 wins in a row in all competitions. Eric Ten Hag's side are away to Crystal Palace. A win for United would move them up to second place. Just six points behind leaders Arsenal, who United play at the Emirates on Sunday. It'll be a much different experience for the United manager from his last visit to Sellers Park. He was there on the final day of last season, watching from the stands. United lost 1-0, which saw them finish sixth in the league with just 58 points. United already have 38 points, and that's one game shy of the halfway mark. Ten Hag could have that game at the Emirates in mind in terms of tonight's team selection against Palace. Casemiro and Fred both just one booking away from suspension. So does he leave them out? Casemiro certainly seems like a must for the Arsenal game. Fred tracked Kevin De Bruyne in the Manchester derby. Does Ten Hag have something similar in mind with Martin Odegaard? Dutch striker Vout Veghorst could make his debut. The fitness of Anthony Martial and Marcus Rashford will be assessed as well. Palace are seven points above the relegation zone, but they're not in great form. Just one win in five league games. They were hammered 4-0 by Tottenham in their last home game. It doesn't look like Joachim Anderson will be available due to the calf problem that forced them off during Sunday's 1-0 defeat to Chelsea. Ten Hag says it would have been wrong not to let his players celebrate that derby win on Saturday. But 24 hours later, he says it was all about the Palace game. Every win you have to celebrate. Huh? That is... Um, yeah, you work so hard for such momentum. And every win that is so great in top football, when you can't celebrate them, then yeah, I think you kill the energy as well. So we have to celebrate it. But after it, we have to settle down. Um, so after t- uh, 24 hours, then move on and go to the next game. And that you get in the right rhythm. And every third day, uh, we have to deliver. And uh, the players have to get in the right, right rhythm, uh, physical point of view, but also mentally. Uh, be ready uh, for uh, for the next game and that is in our is Crystal Palace on the Wednesday clear kick off at Sellers Park is 8 o'clock and United very much in the headlines for matters off the pitch as well British billionaire Jim Ratcliffe has officially entered the bidding to buy the club from the Glazers there's more FA Cup third round action tonight Leeds host championship side Cardiff in a third round replay Leeds came from 2-0 down in the drawn game a week and a half ago Leeds boss Jesse Marsh was a lot more upbeat than the supporters were after Friday's 2-1 loss away to Aston Villa in the Premier League. He described it as the most complete performance of his tenure, their best away performance and the best example of the way he believes the team can play. And there's no doubt Leeds look good at times at Villa Park. They still lost and Marsh was booed by the fans when he went over to them after the full-time whistle. Wilfred Nyanto looks very exciting. Tyler Adams has been very good in central midfield. Patrick Bamford scored on his return, but Leeds still concede too many goals. Marcelo Bielsa was always going to be a very tough act to follow, but Marsh is just four wins from 18 league games this season. No win in seven in all competitions. The American says he's thinking long-term, but you have to ask, will he be around for it? We're looking more what's important for the long-term project. Um... Where we are in the moment, there's obviously a lot of thinking from the outside and and pressure from different situations that every result means a lot. Obviously, that's always the case. That game at Ellen Road gets underway at 7.45. Liverpool picked up their first win of the year last night in the FA Cup. Jurgen Klopp made eight changes from the 3-0 defeat of Brighton for their third round replay away to Wolves. Harvey Elliott scored a cracking goal to give Liverpool a 1-0 win. 
wasn't the only screamer at Molyneux. It was all happening in the BBC studio. Throw in a floodlight failure in the first couple of minutes as well. 18-year-old Stefan Bajicic impressed in central midfield along with Thiago and Naby Keita. Another teenager, Ben Doe, came off the bench and is certainly one that Liverpool fans are excited by. It'll be interesting to see what Klopp does with his starting eleven against Chelsea on Saturday. Liverpool's reward for that win at Wolves is a trip to Brighton in the fourth round. Klopp says it's a chance to improve on last Saturday's dismal display at the Amex. We wanted to go to the next round and we knew already that Brighton is the opponent. So um, I think the idea is if when we go there in, what is it, two weeks? No, what is today? Tuesday, one and a half weeks. Um, and we tried to play better than last time. Four games tonight in the Scottish Premiership. The top two both in action as well. Both won their League Cup semi-finals over the weekend to set up a meeting in the final next month. Champion Celtic have a nine-point lead at the summit ahead of their home game against St Mirren. That one starts at 7.45. Rangers are away to Kilmarnock. Kick-off on that one is 8 o'clock. Third place, Hearts can extend their unbeaten run to eight games. They take on Aberdeen. And fourth place, Livingston are at home to struggling Dundee United. Those two games start at 7.45. The English FA says it believes former Crawley Town boss John Yems isn't a conscious racist, despite his 15-month ban from the sport. An independent review found Yems referred to his players' ethnic origin, colour or gender on 12 occasions between 2019 and 2022. Yems went with the whole, it was banter, but an independent review found he paid no regard to the stress he caused. Some of the things he said, he described Muslim members of the squad as terrorists, he deliberately mispronounced the second half of Arnold Schwarzenegger's name to emphasise the N-word. He said that an Iraqi youth international at the club would probably blow up the stadium. Iceland captain Sarah Bjork, Gunnar's daughter, says winning a claim against former side Leon for failing to pay her full salary during pregnancy is a real wake-up call for clubs. Last May, a FIFA tribunal ordered European champions Leon to pay unpaid salaries of more than €82,000. And writing in the Players' Tribune, the midfielder, who's now at Juventus, added that the victory felt bigger than her. It felt like a guarantee of financial security for all players who want to have a child during their career and that it's not a maybe or an unknown. Gunnar's daughter, who joined Leon in 2020, fell pregnant in early 2021. She agreed with the club. She'd return home to Iceland for the final stages of her pregnancy after she was told by doctors she should stop playing football. The 32-year-old said she intended to return to Leon but found out her payments stopped coming through when she was in Iceland. Pregnancy and women's football very much in the headlines at the moment. And if you haven't heard the interview with Reading defender Emma McCandy on our Koi Gig podcast, very much worth a listen. And it has since generated a wider conversation in the game. Serie A leaders Napoli were dumped out of the Coppa Italia last night against the bottom side in the league. Cremonese beat Luciano Spalletti's side 5-4 on penalties in Naples to set up a quarter-final meeting with Jose Mourinho's Roma. The Italian Super Cup takes place tonight. It's a Milan derby. AC Milan up against Inter and it's in Saudi Arabia. A 7 o'clock start in that one. Inter beat Juventus to win last year's Italian Super Cup at the San Siro. Also action in the Copa del Rey. Among the games, Atletico Madrid are away to Levante at 8. And I'll finish with a former Atletico striker, Luis Suarez. The Uruguayan marked his debut with Brazilian club Gremio by bagging himself a first-half hat-trick last night. He scored three goals inside 38 minutes against Sao Luis. That's it for Wednesday's Football Daily. You can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from off the ball.